Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome once again to the Donna and Steve Show and my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Woo! It Woo! is brisk, it is cloudy, it's perfect for us. It is gorgeous. <laughs> it just I'm telling feels you, good temperature wise, here's the deal: there will not be a better day, weather-wise, for you to come out. Because let's have some real talk about 70 degree weather for a moment. Okay. It is. Uh, we have a high of like 72 today. Right now, I think it's mid 60s. 75 degrees in the sun is warm. Yeah. It's hot. It's oh, kind of yeah. like, oh, I wish I wasn't wearing these jeans. I yeah. wish I didn't have a dark T-shirt on. Absolutely. Today. Just I'm, my suggestion would be a nice light long sleeve shirt, jeans. You're good to go. It is great. Oh gosh, this is gonna be the best. I told my family. I said if you're gonna come out, come out today. This is the day that you come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear what Pap Pap said? Yes, Dad. And then I left. This is so funny. You guys cold? are so positive. Oh, this was the morning, of the morning show complaining. They were like, "Oh my God, it's freezing out here!" I got Give out me here. a blanket. Alexis appeared to be dressed in some sort of a <laughs> Harry Potter cloak. Yeah, it was weird. Full length. It was all the way down to her ankles. I thought it was a sleeping bag. And then she was like, "Here, Steve, if you need this, I don't think I'm going to need it. I think I'm just going to. I'm in okay. a T-shirt, a new T-shirt from Target. Thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, great. You like it? Yeah, it's fine. I always say to myself, okay, this is way better than like 34 degrees, you know? Like, you've got to convince yourself. Yeah. Because guess what? It's coming. Donna, you can't keep Winter doing Winter is you coming. This? Two days in a row you've done this now. Well, Why I just you... want you guys to, you know, carpe diem. Okay. Just enjoy. This is great. I, let me just say this, too. We are, I mean, we're probably in the best weather week that we've had outside of the torrential downpour that we had last week. But still... The 10-day forecast right now on my phone shows not a single high outside of the 70s. All 70 degrees. Tomorrow's going to be 70. Little, there's going to be some rain tomorrow. But then 73, 73, 75, 73, 73, 75, 77, 77. Oh, my gosh. You should become <laughs> a I could do some. Yeah. Do they do any auctioning here at the State Fair? Probably. Steve talks so fast. He would be good at that. Yeah. It would come yeah, and you think fast, too. You're a fast thinker. You're quick on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that makes you a good auctioneer. You have to be really attentive to be an auctioneer. You have to be assessing the crowd. I saw $5, $5, I see five. Oh, was my 10 and a 10. And then you have to work in all these weird auctioneer things. Yeah. You have to go to auctioneer school. Yeah. Oh, Miss Shannon sure. did it. Oh, Miss Shannon did yes, it? Yes. She's an auctioneer. Of now, course. some people, That's I wonder what neat. her style is because different auctioneers have very different styles as to how they do it. She probably works in a comedy routine. <laughs> she probably does. She probably yeah. does. And I bet she's a little more laid back than... Not as like... <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think she right. still does that. But, you know, in a way you can understand her. Hey, uh, Donna and I got massages yesterday we after did. the show. A little team building activity. I said, why don't you come with me and we'll go get one of these chair massages <laughs> that are available here oh, at the State Fairgrounds. Fair. Okay. And... Uh, I had been in one the day before, and these chairs range anywhere between $3,000 and $10,000. Chump change for Donna Valentine, the living legend. <laughs> and yeah. so uh -huh. we went, and I was telling uh -huh. her beforehand, 
couple things. First of all, I said, this is great. It massages you. It squeezes your arms, your legs, your calves, oh. your feet. And I said, and it's going to get you with a pretty nice butt massage at some point, too. And I'm not being weird about that. Your gluteus maximus is your biggest muscle in your body. You use it every day. And if you have not had someone massage your butt in your life, you need to get it done ASAP. For real, it's wonderful, especially when it's human hands. Like if it's an actual massage therapist, that's better than just, you know, the machine balls going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said to Donna, Donna, I said, let's get these massages. They're five-minute testers in these chairs. Mm -hmm. Do you pay for it? No. You don't pay for it? No. They just want you to test drive it. And if you're not going to buy it, tell your friend, hey, they got nice massage chairs at the uh, Minnesota State Fair. And I said to her, here's our rule. No talking to each other. Let's not talk to each other. Let's just, you get your massage. I'll get my massage. she's the one that needs to be told that? Thank you. Well, (laughs) guess what happens next? I get in there wanting to just enjoy five minutes of peace and quiet and relaxation. Yes. I lay back. Donna, look over. She's getting her massage. It's quiet. It's quiet for about 30 seconds. (laughs) Now, I had warned her about the butt massage. And then it's quiet. And all I hear is, oh, the butt doctor just arrived. (laughs) Loud. We're in a tent. There are other people there. So then I start giggling. And now she's over there getting machine butt massages. And then... By the way, I am pressing charges against that 15 chair. seconds later, she yells that out. I think... She goes, oh, I think I might press charges. You're starting to sound like that Snagglepuss guy or whatever. Oh, oh Heavens to Megatron. Heavens to Megatron. It was... Exit stage, right. It was a whole thing, and it got awkward, and, and, and then we left. It was good. I, honestly, though, I have my have not felt so limber Lo- walking yeah. out of there than and I have in a very long time. Do a cartwheel right now. She said, I, my legs have never <laughs> felt this loose. And that's what I think about these chairs. They are huge investment pieces. Huge. They are so big. Frankly, it's a lot of money. But you, every day, every single day, you say, I'm sore. You know what? I'd like a massage. Could I go home and get a massage? You could. If you had one of these chairs, you could. Why am I working radio? I should be selling I don't, I know. massage Pitching, chairs. You should be on uh, well, infomercials. Infomercials, QVC. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't I be the next Sham Wow guy? Sure. Couldn't you see me in a grandstand selling you like sneaker cleaner? Absolutely. Hey, in fact, here. I need some. You ain't lying. Oh, my God. Were all <laughs> the other Why? Were the other ones at the cobbler? Why'd you wear those ones out today? Those souls are destroyed. These are new shoes. <laughs> what are you well, talking that, about? What is it? No, they're not new. They are new. The I whites got them of this the year. did you walk did you I think I mowed the lawn one time. Look like you the did mistake. the Spartan Don't Challenge. Don't worry about it. But anyway, will you sell me some sneaker cleaner? Please? I would love to. Yeah, those guys are great. We've had them on Twin Cities Live, too. and they'll, I like it. When they say, take your shoe off right now, we're just going to wash these shoes right here. Let me show you, buddy. Sit down. Let me take these back to brand new. Oh, this is a real thing. It's a real thing. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a real thing. Oh, okay. They got really good sneaker cleaner oh, over there cool. at the Grandstand. Take a walk in the Grandstand if you haven't in a while. Okay. It's where the beautiful variety of life exists. <laughs> Isn't that what Walmart is for? <laughs> hey, Walmart, you can get a job right now. It's $20 an hour. Uh-huh. Not too bad. And you don't have to see cents. the people. You can just be back there. Uh, That's always good. Coming up today, it is uh. a Thursday, which means it's a throwback Thursday. We're going to do throwback Thursday yes. music trivia at 1130. We'll allow Donna. You know what? Actually, I don't know if I'm going to give you a choice because I have an idea as to what I'd like to do Fine. Uh, for throwback Thursday music trivia today. Maybe make it State Fair theme. Then we've got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming up at 1030. And a cool thing that Simone Biles did for SUNY Lee. We'll get to that a little bit later this hour. But when we come back, time for things that make you go, huh, to wake your brain up this Thursday morning. Here's a question. What sport do you think the actor Richard Gere 
got a full ride scholarship to college for. Hmm. What sport? I think it might surprise you. And spoiler, he dropped out after two years. We'll tell you about that when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Think Richard Gere's hot? Yeah. I remember, I think my mom had a thing for Richard Gere. Everybody did. <laughs> then he married Cindy Crawford. And then they got divorced, oh. and everyone was like, he's single again. <laughs> I've got a shot. <laughs> well, Richard Gere was quite the athlete in high school, so much so that he got a full-ride scholarship to college. I've given you four minutes to think about what sport Richard Gere excelled at. I will tell you, I don't think this is going to help. He went to the University of Massachusetts mm-hmm. Amherst for free. Got it. Majored in philosophy, uh-huh. dropped out after two years to pursue acting full-time. The sport that he excelled at and got a full ride was? Rowing. No, but I like where your head's at. Polo. No. Rugby. Mm, no. Soccer. But these are all good Massachusetts <laughs> kind of sports. <laughs> uh, polo. Not polo. Uh, lacrosse. No, I, you're in a great... You are defining the state of Massachusetts okay. athletics yes. right now, though. This I is great. I feel that, too. Um, and it's still not a mainstream sport in that it's not like one of the big four, basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Volleyball. No. Mm, warmer or colder? E- warmer. Okay. Kind of. Dawn, you want to help a girl Swimming? out? Swimming? No, oh, but good. now you're mentioning other athletic events where this athletic event would take place. Water polo. Not water polo. It is an Olympic event. Marco polo. Not Marco polo. Still not uh, an It Olympic is in the event. water, though? It is not in the water. Okay. Synch- oh, okay. I would have gone synchronized uh, swimming. Golf? Not golf. This Tennis. is a, an activity that takes place racquetball. in the Olympics, Summer Olympics. Uh, not racquetball. No. Uh, running. Not track. running. It is not track and field, Richard Gere. No, we've eliminated table almost tennis. every sport. Not <laughs> table tennis. Ping pong. Not ping pong, a synonym for table tennis. Uh, handball. Not handball. Okay. Um, uh, weightlifting. <laughs> not weightlifting. This is one that uh, people care about during the Summer Olympics. They care about it. Polo. Not but polo you know for the pol- fifth time. Oh, no, it's no, not no, polo. No, I'm thinking of the javelin. <laughs> not javelin, although you... Track and field. Any track and field. <laughs> you can't get her off pole right now. <laughs> Uh, Can't get Donna off the think pole. of the two uh, most popular sports at the Summer Olympics. You've said one of them. Basketball. Running. No. no. Track and field. No. God. Boy, the synonym quota has been met for today. <laughs> Polo? Polo? Marco? <laughs> if you right, said gymnastics. Us. What? You would be right. Oh, no way. Richard Gere got a full ride to college, the University of Massachusetts Amherst, for free because he was so dang good at gymnastics. Dropped out after two years. Wow, he should have been in some of those gymnastic movies. Like? Like? (laughs) You'll remember such hits as? Crickets. (laughs) Um, Well, you said, oh, by the way, the two of you together said almost every single (laughs) Summer Olympics event besides Uh gymnastics. It just doesn't seem natural that he would be bendy, you know? Yeah, he looks too tall to be a gymnast. How tall is Richard Gere? Yeah, but he's 6'3". Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe 6'2". Maybe he just has a tall personality. Because Yeah, he's let's thin. find out. I'm going to find out. Okay. Richard Gere height. Uh, okay. Richard Gere, I'm going to say he's 5'10". 5'11". Wow. Still kind of okay. tall. All right. 5'11". Uh, he presents tall. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's Reno, fun. Nevada. 
Ever heard of it? Is actually west of Los Angeles because of the way California curves. Oh, that's is that right? Well, I don't have a map in front of me. That seems wrong. I don't want to look. My atlas, my atlas is in the car. Ciabatta. Ciabatta bread has mm-hmm. only been around since the year 1982. I was negative one. It was invented by a baker in Verona, Italy, who was trying to make the Italian version of the French baguettes. Ciabatta bread. Okay. You know, there's a Verona, Pennsylvania. Not at all like the Verona in Italy. Hmm. Very pedestrian. My brother lives there. Josh. Oh, really? Yeah. Real just... You would never think, oh, I understand why this is named Verona. I think Jersey has a Verona as well. Is it sort of a... Blue collar. So approachable. So does Missouri. Is that right? Look at that. A lot of Veronas, huh? Uh, maybe it's the name of like a Civil War... Um, what do they call them? Like a general or something? General. I was going to say yeah. chief. Oh. Hmm. So, Civil War chief. There's also one in Wisconsin. Really? Mm-hmm. wonder if any of them are nice. The contestant... <laughs> <laughs> we gave you nothing. You. I usually fill in, but... I told, I told Donna before this, she said, you better make this bleep good. And I said, all right, I want full investment from you with every fact that I give you. Really commit to exploring it from a curious space. <laughs> And then she gave me that radio silence. All right, let's try this. I know I'm going to get her back here. The contestants on Jeopardy all stand on platforms that are adjusted to make sure that they are all the same height. Same for Wheel of Fortune. I love that. Oh, okay. Because then you feel like you're on an even playing field visually. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that and, 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 uh, you know, just like how you stand and how you feel, what makes you feel like you're on an even playing field. I, we talked about this, I think, a couple weeks ago on the show. And then I was listening to a uh, motivational workout thing, and Tony Robbins came up at one point in the montage, you know, dramatic cinema score music behind it, and then Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins talks, and then The Rock talks, and then Schwarzenegger, and then uh, Jim Rohn, all these blah, blah, blahs. Anyway, he said, if you are feeling bad, and you're feeling like, oh, just kind of crummy, and you don't have the confidence that you need, and let's say you're going into a meeting with your boss, or you're about to pitch a client on a big deal, if I forced you to go in, and you just had to, like, be imagine your show. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Shoulders are tucked in like you are when you're cold. If you had to sit like that or stand like that in the hall <laughs> for the two minutes prior to going in, you would be less confident. You know how when you're crouched oh, up, sure. you actually feel that you way. You need to open up your chest. He yes. said we, the Superman stance, uh, your feet shoulder width apart, your chest out, your shoulders back, hands on your hips, and then you're <laughs> taking in deep breaths for two minutes, <laughs> and it changes the physiology of your body and then you go in, blood is flowing to more places that it needs to be in that time as opposed to when you quite literally, uh, physically cower. 
So when you do this, you do that for a couple minutes, your body responds, and then you go in you more go, powerfully. Hi, I'm Steve Patterson. Hi, I'm TV's Steve Patterson. <laughs> yeah, and then I'd everyone like to... in the hall is like, um, what's with this guy? Are your sneakers dirty? <laughs> and then yes. I, I learned from Mania, uh, Maria Menudos on the gas, gas TV <laughs> yesterday that I oh, couldn't yeah. turn off, that if you want to get calm, you put your hand on your heart and your belly, and you say, I am calm. Thank you, Maria. We need to mute Maria. How hey. do we? How do I do that again? I oh, forgot. Okay. I think it's the second button down on the right. It worked for me one time, and then it didn't the second Here's time. Here's your stock update from Cheddar. Cheddar. <laughs> it just, you know, and I accidentally pressed the help button, and the guy goes, "Can I help you?" And I go, "Oh, I was trying to mute the the thing here." Maria and he Menounos. goes, "Oh." And then like, pump seven, you can pay inside. And then he canceled my transaction every time I tried to put my card in, <laughs> and I had to go to a different pump. Yeah. Oh my god. That's all right. Funny. Anyway, there you go. Oh, That's thanks, all I'm giving Steve. you today. Those were fabulous. Uh, when we come back, we'll tell you the nice thing that Simone Biles did for. The father of Suni Lee, uh, local story. We've got that on the way, and we'll tell you who wins at the Venice Film Festival. All coming up next on My Talk. On My Talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Live from the Minnesota State Fair. Beautiful day. If you haven't come out yet and you're still thinking about it, today's a good day. Today's the best day. Hardly any crowd right now. It's going to be beautiful. You're not even going to see the sun today. And it's not going to rain. This is the greatest day. It's the greatest day. When the sun is gone and it doesn't rain, that's a great day. It's like sweatshirt weather. It's beautiful. Yes. Come it's beautiful. on. Get a hoodie. Do we have hoodies? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think we have hoodies for All sale. Right. But come and see our shirts. Every show has a shirt uh, unique to them. We also are selling them online. Go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword fair, I believe. Okay. You'll find it. Okay. Um, so you got to love Simone Biles. She's proven yet again that she's a cool person because she just helped gift her Olympics teammate, Suni Lee, Suni Lee's father from St. Paul, Minnesota, with a brand new wheelchair. And they captured this gesture on video because it was during Good Morning America. And I will link this up for everyone. Um, but they gave him a new state-of-the-art electronic ride. She included a really sweet video message just saying that I love your daughter so much and I know how much she loves you and you've done so much for her. So I reached out to my friends at the Today Show to see if we could do something special for you. So if you recall, Suni Lee's father, John, was paralyzed from the chest down mm-hmm. in 2019, not that long ago. And that was after falling off a ladder while helping a neighbor. Yeah, so so terrible. Oh my gosh. Wow. And he was really thrilled with the get, with a gift when he first saw it. So, it's a significant upgrade for him because he's using a manually operated wheelchair and now he'll be this will custom fit him. So, they showed him what the chair is going to look like, then they'll custom fit it oh, and, you know, that's really bring cool. it to him. So, that's amazing. That's great. That's fantastic. I, know, I love hearing happy stories like that. Yeah. And that's just so meaningful to his every day of his life, you know, just mm-hmm. how he can get around and the comfort right. that he has. I was talking to a buddy of mine, um, longtime viewer of Twin Cities Live. We've gone on a couple cruises together oh, on the old Twin fancy. Cities Live cruises. And, uh, and he has got a prosthetic leg mm-hmm. and, uh, and has for some 50 years now. 
uh, Lair Bear, Larry, and he Larry, um, Larry, Larry, Clarence. <laughs> And uh, he was just getting fitted for a new leg and had a new leg coming in, and he was pumped about that. Because then it's, you know, the pressure that you feel, the heat that you feel, yeah. all these kind of things that those of us um, who don't have any sort of limitations like that would never really think of. So, right. Um, right. Well, good for Suni Lee. Good for her dad. Cool from Simone Biles to do that. I love Absolutely. all that. Um, hey, by the way, how are LoJ doing? Has anybody talked to them today? How are they doing after their Kevin Costner inter- interview yesterday? Oh, I'm not sure. But they uh, they wanted it. They were like, we need to get it, and then they got it. Yeah. Now I thought he was here. I thought he was at no, the my talk booth. To do any I thought Costner would have gotten a pass. I don't think so. I bet if he said he could have come, Costner would have gotten a pass. That's my guess. I don't think so. You don't think? No. I bet I bet he would have. We'll never get an honest answer well, on that because he, he didn't like show standing up. over there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he could maybe. Have, drop him a mic yeah. down. But you, you make know? an exception for one person and. No, and then you just say, come to us if you have a Kevin Costner uh, resume, and then we'll bring you up on the stage, and nobody else would come. Wow. Um, But anyway, they got to talk with him, and I think they did, it looks like almost a 14-minute interview with him. Wow. Um, It's up at mytalk1071.com. I haven't listened to it yet, but um, I'm sure that, like, what's it like if you're Kevin Costner, and you have LoJ coming at you from the (laughs) other side of a telephone? Like, I'm sure there's a producer beforehand that says, hey, here's uh, you're going to be talking to Lori and Julia, and they're great, and all this stuff. But you don't know until you're on the phone with those two bottle rockets. Oh, my gosh. He probably really enjoyed it. I bet you he know? did. Yeah. Because very, it's not your typical person yes. interviewing you. It's very Minnesotan. They're, it's very Minnesotan. Yes. And, um, you know, just... I'm going to disagree with Steve. Mm-hmm. I-, I bet he just called on his own and just said, hey, it's Kevin Costner. Well, no, I'm saying, like, I bet you... I don't think there was a producer. No, I bet you Grant, like, you know, was giving information to Kevin Costner or his people. Here's oh, who you're going to be talking sure. to. Just like that. But then until he hears their voices for the first time, Kevin's here. Kevin, are you there? You know? We love you. Until you hear that. And then it's like, holy <laughs> Hannah. What have I gotten myself into? Speaking oh my of OJ God, for a moment. We have Kevin Costner on oh the line. God. Oh, God. Well, Do Kevin, you remember we love Yellowstone. <laughs> we love Yellowstone. When's Yellowstone coming back? Uh, Loj, uh, Lori continues to talk heat on us. Really? Julia continues to stand up for us. Okay, what what's happening? Is there a fight going on behind the scenes? That I I'm hope so. A part of that don't know about. Which means you're losing the fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lori has beef with the fact that we uh, are doing the book club. And uh, they were making fun of it. They weren't. Lori was making fun of the book club yesterday. Again, well, she was particularly making fun of me saying (laughs) Rocco was on their show yesterday doing a game. Rocco, what is Steve going to do when he gets to more sexy parts and murder parts? Because she's so worried about my ability to, uh, to read these and still feel comfortable. Will I press through? And then Lori was making fun of how long the book club is going to take because of how slow of <laughs> readers we are. They will have read like seven books by the time we're done. She's probably Grant, done with it. Yeah. I am Grunt. He, she is. She said it's great. Oh, okay. I am Grunt, the turncoat. The, uh, what's his name? Benedict Arnold of my talk <laughs> was then, yeah, yeah, they're not going to finish it by Christmas. And of all the people to stick up for us, wow. it was Julia. Thank Julia, you, Julia said, no, Lori, you're missing it. The fun is just watching the drama that they have around trying to finish this book and all the problems that they're causing. She's exactly right. She gets it. She gets us. Julia, we love you. Reminder, we are going to be at uh, page 250, halfway home Mm -hmm. by 
Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You get Labor Day off. Okay. Tuesday, you need to be at page 250. Mm-hmm. I'm only. I'm still at page 176. I haven't read a single page since either. then. No, I just okay. want to do it all together, like over the weekend. Don, do you think Don is actually going to get there? I mean, honest to goodness, she has really she lost will. credibility. I'm at like 188 now. I think I read a little bit more. I wasn't as impressed with. Oh, you're at 188, so you're past us. She didn't like, when when we said, oh my gosh, what a difficult place to stop reading, page 175, we're talking about the new Stephen King book, Billy Summers, this mystery suspense thriller, she very underwhelmed. What? I don't get what what it was about 175 that had you guys all in a kerfuffle. There's no way you said that, Donna. I was just like, well, what what I thought was going to happen, happened. What we all thought was going to happen. But the build up to that point, you want to know what happens next and you have to stop there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I had no, I would have, I wouldn't have even told you guys I turned the page and finished the rest of the story. Oh, really? You can't just stop there. You have to finish the rest of the paragraph. But even the desire to go on after that paragraph is over is so overwhelming. Yes. But you're, you're. You know, fair to your comrades. Well, you're now, honest. So two fifty, page two hundred fifty, okay, which means the average reader could order the book, get it delivered, and still catch up to us by <laughs> Tuesday of next week. Uh, Tuesday at nine thirty is when we do our Don and Steve read along update, uh, and so we'll do that. Hey, the Venice Film Festival kicked off, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I was trying to find video of this. But Roberto Benigni won a Lifetime Achievement Award there. He, he of so course, fun. everybody remembers his Oscar speech uh, when he won for Life is Beautiful and he was crawling over chairs just to make it up to the stage and then he got up there. He Tom Cruised it. He Tom Cruised he it. He did. He was pumped. Um, and then he was just so happy and just the, the emotion was bursting out of him. And that's the write-up today on Variety, on The Hollywood Reporter, is all talking about how others were recognized, of course, but it was Roberto Benigni's night at the Venice Film Festival, and he had this same sort of unbridled enthusiasm, but I believe the majority of it was in Italian. And so it's not like we can play the video and hear everybody who's he was thanking, but he was just thanking tons of people, even thanking, I believe, like the Italian president or prime minister, (laughs) whatever they have there, and he was just thanking everybody and was just overjoyed. He was in a movie, Pinocchio. Yes. Which I remember seeing a trailer for. Yeah, it looked were, great. It was super dark. It looked really good. And then it like never came out. And aren't they making a new Pinocchio besides that Pinocchio? I don't know about the new Pinocchio. I think they're making a new Pinocchio. I do want to see that one, though. Wasn't that one by... Um, What's his What's his name? The monster guy, the monster movie guy. Guillermo del, del Toro. Yes. Maybe was that his? And I by the way, what right. was the name of the film that Robert uh, Roberto Benigni um, won the Venice for? Film Lifetime film uh, Achievement Award. Oh, that was Lifetime Achievement. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Pinocchio in 2019 is when it came out. Uh, yes. Oh, so it did. And, co- wow, that really went under the radar. Yeah, it really did. Uh, it got an 11 percent on Metacritic. Oh, boy. Maybe it was a case of the trailer better than the movie. That could be. The trailer was good. Um, mm. No, and it was directed by Roberto Benigni. See, I think that Guillermo del Toro might be doing a new one. Okay. I would be down for that. Totes. Um, what do we know about No Time to Die? That's still on time, right? Or or have they already postponed that? No, it is still on time. It's coming out in October. 
Uh, there is a new trailer out, which the trailer looks cool, looks very Bondy. Uh, but there are a lot of movies that we're going to talk about at eleven o'clock that just got bumped. We will scratch your movie plans at eleven o'clock today. No time to die. Still on the slate for October. For now, do we want to hear? And let's hear a little bit of the trailer okay. if we can. Mm-hmm. Fate draws us back together. Now your enemy is my enemy. How did that happen? Well, you live long enough. That was just the MGM logo. Harder to tell the good from bad, villains from heroes these days. We used to be able to get into a room with the enemy. Now they're just floating in the ether. She still loves you. Did you know that? What is it? You don't know what this is. Is she one of them? I don't know her at all. Ooh. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, what's the difference between Bond movies and Mission Impossible movies? Good you, question. Trailer to trailer. If you just watch them, it's the same sort of... I get it, the Bond storyline. Okay, you don't Spy, have to get all nerdy yeah. on me. But, you know, it feels like the same kind of thing where you're just going to get a big tub of popcorn, sit back, relax, and watch it. Rami question Malik is, will you be able to watch it in 20? In he is. And cool. I'm not sure I believe that. I, they did give him a lot of uh, pot marks to make him not as pretty. Yes, they did. Um, and like that is face, like good know, makeup like, there to try to make him look scary. But because yeah. he's I, a, a little I bought bit him too as a villain. Okay. I bought him as a villain there. Okay. I thought it was. He, see, in fact, when I watched that's funny you say that because when I watched it, I thought, oh, this is going to be the rest of his career. He's going to oh, become good. a villain guy. He's oh, going to become like the John bad Malkovich. guy yeah. in a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of like John Malkovich. Yep. Uh, so anyway, currently scheduled to hit theaters, No Time to Die, the latest Bond movie after being delayed for a couple years in October. But some movies are getting pushed to 2022. We will wait and see with that. When we come back, it'll be time for If You See Something, Say Something. What have mm. you seen? Well, there is a Scottish singer who wants to ban a certain uh, demographic of people from nightclubs. like to get your opinion on that. I'll tell you about that story and more coming up next on My Talk. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. Here we are at the Minnesota State Fair on the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater stage. Yeah, our show brought to you by Boulevard Auto Works. We're so happy to be out here. I am uh, I'm mature enough to admit when I'm wrong. It's a little chilly out here right now. It's a little chilly. I started, I think the walk up here mm-hmm. had me feeling better. The blood was pumping. Now that I've reached my, you know, atrophied state for three hours, <laughs> it's just like, it's a little little chilly out here. Don, you're coming out for the uh, Krabby Coffee Shop podcast later. You might want to bundle up, my friend. I don't have anything else. I planned this outfit, so. Oh, you're in a dress? Yeah. Oh, boy. Thin. Yeah. Oh, boy. Have Kenny drape his beard over your legs. I think that's a little area that you shouldn't do with people at work. All right. It's an area that HR might need to know about. I'll where swing is, by with a blanket. Where is Kenny's beard blanket. draping appropriate? Donna? Yeah, of course. Oh, um, what? What did you say about Kenny's beard? Where could he drape it that would still be HR appropriate? What about my over shoulder. one's shoulder? My yes. shoulder, yeah, that's fine. He could be like a little bird on my <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> a little bird. I bet that beard stinks. No, it doesn't. He, I mean, I don't know. 
Oh, okay, I don't, do tell. I don't know, but I know that he combs it every morning during does the commercials. Does he put beard oil in it? I think he does. Like he's oh. very, he has a beard comb, and he really looks at himself in the camera, and he. So he's lumbersexual. He wouldn't admit that, but lumbersexual. Yeah. Do you remember that movement a couple years ago yeah. with the metrosexual and then lumbersexual, yeah. where they really keep good care of it? And it sometimes you'd fast too. You'd see hipsters with those, you know, what do you Waxed call those? Mustaches. Mustaches. Yes. Handlebar. Handlebar. Yes. They're twirling it at the end. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I saw something else. Okay, that. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, so. Okay, okay, though. (laughs) Tell me what you think of this, okay? All right. In the UK, there is a cabinet minister named Michael Gove. And he recently made headlines for being spotted raving in a nightclub at 2 a.m. during a holiday weekend. He was, oh, okay. rave, he was raving fun. like, like, like glow sticks. <laughs> Their language, not mine. All right. So he's on the dance floor. He's got his arms flailing wildly out of time with the music, <laughs> wearing a suit. And then that sparked a social media frenzy that culminated in a debate on Good Morning Britain should over 40 adults be banned from nightclubs? From dancing. <laughs> from nightclubs. Okay. Right? <laughs> we got a hard no in the front row. I know. So there's a 22-year-old Scottish singer. Her name is uh, Talia Storm. And she suggested that it seems like a wise strategy that older people should leave nightclubs to, quote-unquote, us youngsters. Because what what are they doing that's so intrusive? Wrecking the vibe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said, um, I love the thought of seeing somebody live their best lives, and I'm here for it, but I'm 22. I'm only just coming into my prime. I don't want to walk into a club and see my dad or my dad's friends or my granddad cutting some shapes. Cutting oh, no. Shapes. Is this what it is now? Cutting some shapes. Cutting some shapes? <laughs> so not cutting a rug. Cutting some shapes. No. She's like, I'm not sure what we have in common. Huh. I'm not sure they'd even be able to relate to like the top hits in the UK right now. So I think I'm all up for cutting some shake. Me too. This phrase. But I think the five pound entry fee and the two pound shots, they can be left to us youngsters and you guys have more options to head to. You know, I think... I don't even think you would need to institute this Agreed. policy. It self-governs. I agree. You know, just the majority of people who are over 40 yes. probably are not going where the kids are because as annoying as you find us, we also find you annoying. Yeah. And we think it's too loud. Yes. You could turn that down a notch. And you could put some more clothes on, you know? <laughs> you sure. You yeah. Come out in your bra. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> we, we, pants. we've passed some people here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who it's is this? It's the new teen uniform. That's is what I call Dua it. Is it Dua Lipa that we're passing on the street to? <laughs> yes. These people are really dressed not for a state fair. I know. Yeah. I, I know. Yes, they're going all out with like cat eyeliner and, and leather pants. It's like heels. nine in the morning. It could be like they're eight cosplaying. as we're walking up here. Are, do you think so, Dawn? Yeah, they're doing some type of a cosplay. I mean, they haven't had any events to go to this year. So they're like, I'm going to be Batwoman. You know, you know my <laughs> trouble with getting really, really, really dolled up? 
is I don't like anything in life. This makes me feel uncomfortable. If I feel something, I'm going to say something. If you feel something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Um, I don't like the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, it's not discord. It is dissonance between, I don't like there to be too much dissonance in my life. So I just don't, the change of like, here's how I look one day versus here's how I look on a Saturday. There's something, I don't know. This is might be silly. I'm sure I'm the only person who is thinking this, but that feels a little disconnected, disingenuine in a sense. So you're saying you want people to look the same way? Disingenuous. All the time. <laughs> okay. I self-corrected there. Excuse so me. So you want people to look when you go to a really fancy Christmas party the way they look when you're at the gym? <sighs> no. Or when they're raking leaves in their yard. You know, I, <laughs> I tell you what, I'll, I'll make it even more complicated. I even feel like a little, I don't know if you guys ever feel this way. I feel a little bit of this dissonance too. And maybe it's because I'm too like hyper observant or whatever my problem yeah, is. Yeah. That obsessive compulsive, pure obsessive thing that I yeah, have. Yeah, you're an empath. Um, that, sort of. Like from, you know, we perform for a living. We perform on the radio. We perform on TV. Yeah. And we, we are ourselves, but we're ourselves turned up. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, for sure. We wouldn't be at, a, I wouldn't be at a breakfast, if I was at my home at a breakfast table right now, I would not have this much energy talking right. to someone. So there's an element of performance. Thank and then God. even that, when you're at home, I find there to be a little bit of like dissonance there. I think that big time performers on big stages, comedians, Broadway actors and stuff probably feel that way much more. The battle of, it's like the two versions are you and your, are you. But there are different versions of the same person, different sides of the ball. One there's shadow, one there's light. Is this making any yeah, sense to I anybody? Yeah, I mean, this is just psychology. Yeah. One, like id, the superego, and the ego. Okay. The ego balances out the, the crazy and the, you know, straight guy. Yeah. So what, so what I, I, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just thinking. I'm just what processing does it have it. to do? Like, I'm not saying, come on, prove what you're saying. But so then with Dua Lipa walking through the fairgrounds here, I'm just like, this is kind of weird. Like, when you get all dolled up and then, like, you know, after a shower, before any makeup goes on, if you look tragically different than you do when you're really ready to walk the fairgrounds, just feels a little... Fake is a hard word here, but it feels like there's an when element of it, huh? pressure with the clock, you said it. Fake. You're fake. Sorry. Now I'm I'm lashing out. That's psychology, too. All right, Dawn, get on your shuttle. I'll bring you a blanket, and um, we'll be back uh, with.